This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good morning, Oregon. It's Tuesday, February 7th. This is Elena Neal-Sachs with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Many transgender people encounter barriers to the medical part of transitioning, whether financial, personal, or political. But for trans Oregonians, one barrier is mostly the result of ill-equipped bureaucracy. In Oregon, those seeking gender confirmation surgery must first undergo permanent hair removal on some parts of their body, a process known as electrology. For these patients, hair removal isn't cosmetic, it's a medical requirement to avoid discomfort and possible infection after surgery, and it can require a year of weekly appointments. The problem? Oregon doesn't have enough licensed electrologists to meet the demand. Advocates say that's because the state's licensing requirements are outdated. Only 78 licensed electrologists work in Oregon, and even fewer treat trans patients or accept Medicaid reimbursement. Under the state's current rules, there's no path for aspiring electrologists to train in Oregon. Instead, Oregonians who want to take up the practice must learn out of state and transfer their license in a process that can be pretty arduous. In response, health officials are trying to find ways to ease the barriers for trans patients by expanding access to electrology instruction and licensing. But there's still a long way to go. To read the full story by reporter Austin DeDios, head to our website. Linfield University has agreed to pay a little over a million dollars to settle a whistleblower suit filed by a tenured English professor. Daniel Pollack-Peltzner accused the university of firing him for speaking out against alleged sexual harassment and discrimination by university board trustees and the president. According to court records, the university disputed Pollack-Peltzner's claims but agreed to the settlement. The suit alleged Linfield tried to silence Pollack-Peltzner by firing him in late April 2021 for disclosing allegations from students and faculty of sexual harassment, sexual assault, and religious discrimination. His termination catalyzed an outcry from schools, Linfield students, alumni, and faculty. Vancouver augmented reality company Realware announced plans to go public on Monday. The company will merge with a publicly traded investment fund known as a SPAC, or Special Purpose Acquisition Company, for those who prefer the jargon, The deal values Realware at $375.5 million. The company plans to trade on the Nasdaq exchange after the transaction closes sometime in the second half of the year. So what is Realware? It's a company that integrates Android-based smartphone technology into hard hats or standalone headgear worn by factory, construction, and maintenance workers. There's a built-in screen, camera, and microphone workers can use to call up instructions on how to perform a task or to consult with managers or technical experts. Realware's customers include Ford, Siemens, and Volkswagen, among others. In a symbolic attempt to draw courage and strength after a crisis-ridden last few years, Portland City Hall has adopted a new mascot, 
mostly at the urging of Bobby Lee, chief of staff for Mayor Ted Wheeler. The building's sandstone exterior lit up for the first time Friday with projected illustrations of a water tiger, a Chinese zodiac sign that surfaces once every 60 years. In the images, the tiger looms large over downtown skyscrapers. The images will continue to appear nightly throughout the Portland Winter Light Festival, which runs through Saturday. The artist is 16-year-old Olivia Chang. She happened to be in the mayor's office one day when Lee was discussing one of his favorite topics, the water tiger. So she decided to sketch it. Chang says she wants to be able to see the city thrive again and hopes her water tiger can help. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.